It all came crashing down onto the bread bed. The bed of bread. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Let's uh let's get this thing rolling. Uh Rib Shack is a uh Rib Shack Smokehouse, I should say, is a newer location here in the Omaha area. And you can find them precisely at 10841 Q Street, Suite 105, Omaha, Nebraska. 68137. There's the zip six, code. Did you say 68137? I said 68137. Is teach? that 68138? No, no, no. Seven. Six eight one three seven. Is where they're oh, located. Oh, 68136. That seven? Oh, seven. I'm, I'm sorry, you're speaking nonsense right now. Seven. Uh, no, I'm speaking seven. So that is where they are located. Uh, we actually spoke with uh, owner Jackie when we were there. They they moved up here from St. Louis. They had a restaurant down there for about 12 years. And uh, due to some uh, medical situations with the family, they ended up in Omaha. And so this is a relatively new location getting established here and um and it's kind of on barbecue row i guess um so at 108th and l you have tired texan at slightly past that is hog wild pit barbecue then slightly past that at the corner of 108th and q is trucks and taps which houses big green q and then of course down in millard on discovery drive is one of our favorites smoke and barrel and sandwiched in between is rib shack smokehouse so lots of barbecue in that uh, in that vicinity there so the inside of the restaurant um has a a pretty cool i i it's a comfortable motif uh black walls with some stark decoration at the back they have a very instagrammable wall with their giant <laughs> logo that says rib shack if you if you want an instagram photo you just grab your sandwich and go back there and stand in front of that wall and and snap a selfie man they'll it'll, it'll help you out and on the uh I guess it'd be the East Wall. They have decorations that uh, show their uh, St. Louis heritage and also their new Omaha location, their new Omaha home. All right. Well, let's let's get this thing rocking. Um, I guess uh, let's uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Samuel. Samuel, uh, what did pick an item that you got today, and let's uh, let's let the people know what you got. Well, <clears throat> see, the problem with this is is both were attractive main events. <clears throat> if you will but with me being the burger boss as you will come to know uh we're gonna start there because the other thing is a special thing to me that i love dearly and i can't seem to find it very many places anymore so with item number one we're gonna go with the royal fat burger now the royal fat burger contains the following texas toast ground beef hickory bacon cheddar pepper jack cheeses so we got uh, two cheeses playing there fried egg and pickles whoa now with that being said um this royal fat burger the great thing about this and it really excited me once i bit into it and realized what my mouth and teeth were getting into this burger is not cooked on a flat top oh. someone back there has some fire happening there was char on my burger. There was bark on my <laughs> burger. There was something extra delicious. There was a protective case of flavor outside of my burger, which was exciting. Made everything that much more tastier. Now, I do have an issue with the descriptor of Texas toast because this was not toast. This was indeed a bun of some sort. 
the great thing about that bun of some sort, as we call them here on Saturday Omaha, burger holders. This was a burger holder plus. Why? Because it held up to everything that was going on on my burger. Because this bad boy had a healthy helping of barbecue sauce, which I'm not mad at. Quite a fan of having enough sauce for the boss. Um, (laughs) With that, the cheddar and pepper jack cheeses, I don't know if I could really tell that there was a pepper jack cheese in there because that barbecue sauce in there kind of drowned out the profile of the spice. Fried egg was definitely front and center on there. Uh, An over medium, over hard-esque fried egg didn't have too much yolk going on. I think that would definitely have been a plus to get it on a more over easy side. And there was pickles on there. I did not realize that. But uh, the beef is the star attraction in the burger. And the beef delivered because it had the char, the chew, the crisp, whatever's there, delicious. Now, the, the burger was not well done. The burger was just done. There was a little bit of pink. And I have kind of an issue with a little bit of pink. I'm a guy who does like a well done burger. But it wasn't pink enough to where it hindered me from my conquest of this delicious treat. I really enjoyed it. I I don't know what I was expecting from here. Just me being the burger boss at a rib joint at a barbecue place. It definitely had my curiosity peaked. So uh, I had to throw that down for the, uh, for the cast, for the radio show. And I was not disappointed. I would definitely eat this again. It rung up at 1099. It's definitely worth every penny of that, in my opinion. That's awesome. And well, I, I, honestly, a very unexpected uh, pick, in, in my opinion. And so that's very interesting. You went there for a burger at a barbecue joint. Right. So, TJ, you, you got a couple different things, yeah? Yeah, I got me some ribs, uh, a pulled pork sandwich, and a hot link sandwich. Um, let's, uh, let's start with the hot link since I started with the hot link. Here come the hot sandwich. All right. So we started with the hot link. Um, I have recently discovered, uh, this was always a thing with sausage anyway, but especially with a hot link sandwich. Thank you. That, uh, still gr- eating like that. Anyway, that, uh, grind size is very important. I like a very fine grind size when dealing with the sausage. Word Wait, no? Uh, on a, Excuse uh, me, Mr. TJ. <laughs> I, I wish this sandwich would multiply, but that's not the point. The point <laughs> is that I like a real fine grind on a hot link. Uh, this was kind of a, a medium fine, which actually worked for it fairly well. It was a nice texture. It was a split sausage, which actually is... Uh, one of my favorite preparations of any type of link it was a real nice smoke on the outside, a little bit on the salty side, but a good, uh, good spice mix. I kind of liked that I could see those flecks of tasty red pepper in there. Yo, you saying this hot link flexed on you? Oh, oh. flex. Wow. T- TJ is slow not, tonight. Not flex, flex, F F L E C C K S. Not F-L-E-X. Yeah, I'm just wondering if this is the part of the show where we provide some type of additional warning that an extreme amount of uh, wordplay alliteration and portmanteaus may be coming to people's ears at any moment. That and uh, a slight warning about the fact that we may be playing selections from the 
now probably 53-part album, Fatterday Sings. Oh, yes. Colon, please stop. Uh, may, <laughs> this this may happen and or break out at any time. But at a fine grind size, it had very noticeable flex flakes bits of uh, hot pepper. Uh, it, dang it. It's, it's impossible not to do on this tasty split sausage. Um, I felt that for the type of item that it was, it was a whole sausage. It would not have been enough snap. Certainly, if it was a non-smoked sausage, I would have felt it was under-snapped. But for a split smoked sausage, the snap was on point. I would absolutely love non-and-smoked sausage. Whoa. I mean, Kanara's right down the street. We're like, hey, Jackie, Ashish, like, can you hook us up with like a hot link and non <laughs> that would be oh indian fusion would be would be delicious i i yeah, love I'm just, this idea. i'm mentally adding smoked meat stuffs to a bunch of indian food and this is amazing i think if you took like a uh, chicken tikka masala you know butter and cream sauce put it on a hot link and in non because really it's kind of ketchupy it's tomato based on a sausage <laughs> in non I would certainly try it. That's for darn sure. Dave, did you eat with us? Oh, I guess I did eat with you guys. Um, or were you just there being a wallflower, all cute and cuddly? You know, the, that's the problem. I when I go to a restaurant, it I smells really nice too. I I I stand against the wall, and is it is it okay if I? I don't Dave, know. yeah. Oh, gee, bud. Oh, hey guys, I ate a lot of food. Um. I, I will start with the small thing that I ate. They have four lunch specials on the menu. A pulled pork slider, a beef brisket slider. They have a rib tip dinner. And the rib tip dinner, or sorry, the rib tip uh, combo, lunch combo special is what I got. Which the lunch combos run $7.99. I got mine with collard greens. And the neat part is, is like pretty much everything we order, I think, comes with at least a small scoop of mustard based potato salad. So you, you get potato salad with like everything. So a uh, pro Saturday Omaha menu tip, of which I will give you another one a little later on, is make sure you talk to Jackie or who's ever at the counter. I, I think the menu when it was printed was for their opening and things have changed a little bit. So many things make already come with potato salad. And she was very kind because when I ordered my second item, I'm like, I would like some potato salad. And she's like, it already comes with potato salad. I'm like, well, I don't know if I want a potato salad, my potato salad. So with the rib tip dinner, I actually got the collard greens. Now the rib tips, I believe I got like four in there, give or take a little bit. And uh, a, a rib tip is just that it's the end. Yes. Uh, we, I have a hand uh, up a in the brief back again. Point of order uh, yeah. playing into your ask Jackie or whoever happens to be uh, taking care of the front counter about the menu uh i believe the collards and the yams and i think one more item were all sides not officially listed on that menu so certainly you know menus change plans change and we all have interesting supplier things at our restaurants in 2021 so certainly be sure to uh check in on your options Yes, indeed. Uh, the collards were on the menu, but I'm not sure that the yams were. However, the chicken wings are printed on the menu, and I'm sure, in fact, I know they were available when they opened. They are not currently due to chicken supply 
shortages. So that is unfortunate, but that's okay because they have ribs and I got rib tips and the rib tips are, are kind of nice uh, visceral nuggets of goodness. They they take a little bit of uh, toothiness work to eat uh, as they have the uh, cartilage type structure within the rib tips and they can be a little bit more uh, work to gnaw on, which is okay. So there are different rib densities depending on the type of rib that you get. So some things might be a pull off the bone and I don't mean fall off the bone. So a competition rib typically will pull off the bone with a little bit of resistance. A rib tip may have a little bit more chew to it. And these were a decent sized rib tips. Uh, rib tip, like I said, I think I got, uh, I think four or five in there with my scoop of potato salad. And um, they were decent rib tips with these. The thing that I had, the larger dinner that I had, overshadowed my rib tips. But that's okay, because it should have, and it did. So this is a nice little lunch meal, $7.99. Um, folks, you can go through a drive-thru, through some type of franchise place, and order things that are more expensive than this, and that are not prepared with all the love and care that Rib Shack Smokehouse is putting into their meals. Okay, I got rib tips, potato salad, and collard greens for $7.99. I'll tell you what did kind of stand out throughout the collard greens. The collard greens are not mushy. They have a firm leaf and they are delicious. Uh, Sam has been wont to say often that he likes a little bit of greenery with his meal to aid in digestion. These definitely would provide some good fiber, some good flavor. And guess what? Even my vegetables had meat in them today. There was turkey. Ooh. In these collard Ew. greens. I know. Whoa. I know. So I I sort of got a strange two-meat combo, if you will, because I had the rib tips, the potato salad, which is a good mustard potato salad, and these delicious collard greens. And I cleaned up those collard greens. They were awesome. So I really appreciate that preparation. They were enjoyable to eat. Really I'm good. I'm going to break in on your food summary sure, here, go Dave. Ahead. Yeah. Just a little bit of meat in them, enough to give them flavor. Good pot liquor as it was. And certainly that larger cut size, that slightly al dente, more fibrous, wonderfully roughagey type of chew to them. The second my fork hit these they were pretty much gone. Like, I, I normally try and alternate between side and other things, but these are absolutely delicious. I sincerely thought about just sitting down to an entire plate of these greens. I do like me some collard greens in general, but these are quite possibly the best I've had. They just have a great flavor. They have a hint just a hint of that collard green bitterness, but not very much at all. A good, again, slightly smokyish, meatyish flavor. Now, my my thoughts may be slightly biased because they were sitting next to my yams, which we'll get to uh, once I am on the summary for that part of the meal. So they they might have been sweetened slightly, but these were absolutely delicious. Um, I I can't say enough good about these. They were. Man, they were almost the star of the show for me. They they are the best greens I have had. I love these things. Awesome. Yes, they were definitely good. Uh, and this, uh, TJ, this is the first time you've eaten at Rib Shack Smokehouse. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, Sam, this is your Let first time here. Let the yes? record show. Yes, yes. Samuel, uh, you as well, yes? 
Uh, you are correct, Your Honor. Okay. This is, uh, I think this is probably my third or fourth visit, but this is the first time that I have had the collards. Uh, it might not be my last. These these are delicious. The fact that there was like turkey and not like tiny pieces of turkey, um, and they weren't like huge like morsels either. They were just right for being in there. Kind of like when you get baked beans and you get that, that nice little piece of bacon kind of hiding in there. You got like little pieces of turkey in there and that that was kind of tasty so all good so that was the uh, the rib tip lunch special at 7.99 uh samuel uh let's turn that barbecue truck back in your direction uh unless you would prefer that uh, tj and i carry on because i i saw what you got and it was kind of epic well, I don't think it's time to reveal that because you boys got more food than I did. Okay. I've only got two main meal dishes. Um, I could talk about my side real quick, though. Yeah, why don't you throw that uh, side down? <clears throat> as you said, uh, I'll go ahead and rewind a little bit. <laughs> uh, the potato salad there, I did get a little dollop, and I actually have never had a potato salad quite like this. I really enjoyed it. Um the, the 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 sweetness in this potato salad was something different and unique. It kind of took me back because usually I'm more apt or familiar with a, a more tart or tangier potato salad, if you will. But this one did have a bit of sweetness in it, and I really enjoyed it. I would be curious in having a full side because I am a big fan of potato salad. Um, so I, I just want to go ahead and shout out, uh, rib shack there. Those, those are some pretty dang good tater salad. Um, but the actual side that I got with my meal, as you said, I do like to do some greens when I eat all the beefs, all the meats, all the proteins. Um, I happened to get a side of coleslaw. Now I know coleslaw is a dirty word to some out there. That's Me. fine. It's perfectly fine. And this doesn't, you can just leave, get out of my, get out of my radio show. Okay. Goodbye. Um, I'll the, I'll be back. No, around here we say I'll be fat. Now um, with the uh, coleslaw, definitely a, a finer chop on this one. Uh, I, I, I like both ways. I like a finer chop and I like a thick chop. This one's a finer chop. Same thing to be said here with the potato salad. This coleslaw has a bit of a sweet tang to it, and I like that. I'm not a fan of actually more bitter side of the coleslaw. I do like the little bit of, of sweetness here, and it was good. It also had a plethora of, of, of creaminess to it, which is a big plus. I hate it when it's a more of a, a runnier, watery cream this doesn't this has the cream that adheres to all your greens on the inside crunchy delicious i really enjoyed the uh, coleslaw so if you're a fan of coleslaw and if you're a fan of these creamier sweet coleslaws please by all means definitely get you some because i enjoyed it nice nicely done all right i'm gonna turn the uh back back up the barbecue and parallel park that over on my secondary dish that i got which was the beef ribs uh ribs yes yes you you said those things overshadowed your meal those things i i I mean i hope i'm not speaking out of school here yeah but those literally overshadowed your meal dave 
Yeah. The size of those ribs. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, maybe not overshadow, but literally may have casted a, a shadow <laughs> because of their size. Okay, so uh, here comes Saturday menu pro tip number two. The beef ribs, you can order a half slab or a half slab dinner. The half slab uh, dinner on the menu says eight bones. Okay, for those of you that have had beef ribs before, eight bones would probably cause some type of instant cardiac arrest, uh, or you might have to prepare some uh, amazing gymnastics to to shake off the amount of beef that that would be. Uh, so Jackie helped us out with the menu. The half slab dinner is actually two bones, and they're beef ribs, and they're big. The difference between the half slab order and the half slab dinner is the half slab dinner comes with two sides. I will start with the sides very briefly. One of those sides was the mac and cheese. The approved consistencies of mac and cheese for Sam and I are creamy and saucy. I would say that this is a creamy mac and cheese, where a, a saucy is is really more of a thin cheese sauce. This cheese had a little bit of body to it, and I do believe, and I, I couldn't exactly tell due to the temperature mixture and stratification of these noodles, if there was an additional layer of like cheddar dropped on top. I, I couldn't really get that. But what I did get was a lot of mac and cheese. The side pocket of this barbecue pool table was filled up to the brim and then some of macaroni and cheese. It was served hot, which I really, really appreciate. Cold mac and cheese or where the sauce has broken and becomes grainy typically makes me kind of sad. I'll still eat it because I love mac and cheese, but I want that hot and I want that creamy or saucy mac and cheese. And this was delicious and it had flavor. Whatever cheeses they used in this mac and cheese let you know that they were there. They provided that, you know, little bit of sharpness. And so it was like, oh, okay, this is there versus like, oh, I had some noodles with some yellow on them. No, that was not the case here. These were delicious. The beans. The beans are of note. And literally note, because I made a note about them in my notes. I think the baked beans could be a sandwich. I got a whole big thing of these baked beans. There is meat all the way integrated into these delicious, slightly sweet baked beans. It's almost like if you were going to make a baked bean sloppy joe, this would be that. You could toast up. Interesting. Yeah, seriously. You could grab some Texas toast and like like garlic butter that thing and toast it up. Or, or Sam, maybe like your hamburger bun and just load it up with these. It would be messy as heck. But it would be delicious. These beans have body, and they are super tasty. Okay, both sides on this meal delicious. I want this sandwich. But Dave, yes, by all means, tell us about your main dish. The star of this clamshell, this container, this combo was indeed the half slab, in this case two bones, beef ribs. These things are gigantic, as beef ribs should be. Not only were they gigantic, but they were delicious. This, I, I stated at the restaurant that it looked like about six, I think I said six or eight ounces of meat. And it's kind of funny because it looks like somebody took like a six ounce sirloin and just kind of tied it to a big bone. Um, 
Yeah, that was definitely, so I would say they are a little bit shorter than any number of beef ribs I have seen, but they were thick. Um, that that was a steak on a stick you had there. I, I like the <laughs> sirloin description. It, it was a steak on a stick. Uh, if uh, one were to check us out on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you'll see a picture of these. You can indeed see the uh, smoke ring on these beef ribs to let you know that they were indeed smoked uh, with a smoker, which they have parked outside, and you can smell the deliciousness. Uh, speaking of deliciousness, these were delicious. I said at the restaurant, these were around six ounces. Well, guess what? These suckers were so big that I was worried about what would happen if I were to finish my rib tip lunch special, my collards, my beans, my mac and cheese, and these two gigantic steaks on a stick. So guess what? I didn't, which means that I had one that I brought home with me. Well, guess what? I did the science. And when we say science here, we are usually talking about statistics, measuring, and or analysis. Well, in this case, I weighed one of those steaks on a stick, and guess what? It's over seven ounces of meat on each one of those bones. Hey. Yeah. So in this particular combo, and this combo is is a little up there. It runs it runs $23.99, but I got like, and this is post-cooked, like not pre-cooked weight, right? And not on the bone. I just want to be clear. This is the amount of meat on that bone with seven ounces. So I got 14 ounces of meat in here, almost a pound of smoked beef. This was, is a, a cave man, woman, person, a cave person eating experience. Uh, way throwback to like the Flintstones when you get those like Bronto ribs that tip the car over. This is those things. You can grab that steak on a stick handle and just... Arg, arg, arg. These things are huge. They are delicious. And I truly enjoyed eating this, man. It was it was good. It was real good. TJ? Yes, Dave. What else did you get? Well, I will tell you about the pulled pork sandwich. Pulled pork sandwich? Yes, the pulled pork sandwich. A... Uh, generous helping i will say of uh pulled pork with a little bit of i believe coleslaw on top a wonderful cabbagey preparation there on i believe a, a burger holder by fatterday terminology i think it would be fair to say there are burger holders occasionally there will be a burger holder minus or uh you know, a, a bun that doesn't quite do the job, a good bun, a, a bun that does what it needs to do, but does not stand out strongly as a burger holder and something that's got something a little special to it, say maybe a pretzel bun or it's just a little bit more toasted than some of the others. That would be a burger holder plus. This sits solidly in the burger holder or in this case, pulled pork holder category. So on this burger holder, or again, in this case, pulled pork holder, there was a little bit of coleslaw. Sam, I believe you mentioned the sweetness, the, uh, I would say more a, a medium kind of cut size. It's not that super shredded thin stuff, but it, it definitely lets you know it was real cut cabbage involved. Yeah, it's not a hearty, thick cut though. Yeah, added added a little bit of uh, a little bit of sweetness and a little bit of crunch and mingled in with the pulled pork. The smoke on the pulled pork. Um, at this point, I had had enough of the hot sauce, and uh, 
you know what, may as well go into the hot sauce in brief. Think uh, something Tabasco-y with a, a thickness and a sweetness to it. But it plays nicely with the barbecue sauce, so I've been adding it to a few things. So, uh, again, TJ's palate, not quite what it ought to be. It was a pretty gentle smoke on this, near as I could tell. But the pulled pork was very savory, very, very juicy, very... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to use the M word. We're going to be nice to our radio listeners uh, for this uh, for this outing. You're not going to say M-O-I-S-T? And, and not this time around. Okay. But it certainly had that to it. Uh, so a good, good mouthfeel overall, a nice fine shred, and often that fine shred comes out dry. This certainly was not. Um, hard to tell how it was spiced, how it was seasoned. Everything just kind of came together. And boy, howdy, was there a lot of pulled pork on this. Uh, yet another fatter day term, often a term used by Dave because he either consciously or unconsciously creates second sandwich. Oh, yes. Where you have enough stuff on your sandwich that in eating the sandwich in normal fashion, it will... Uh, pull its uh, its little emergency ripcord and escape floating down to your uh, plate or whatever other conveyance you may have. And by the time you've finished with your sandwich, you realize there's a whole second sandwich to be consumed. This pulled pork sandwich had plenty of pork on it for first sandwich and almost an equal amount by the time I was done for second sandwich, despite trying not to allow for too much second sandwich. This was quite the generous sandwich. Uh, great flavor, everything mingled together. The the crisp, the uh, the tender... I, I can't not say it. It's the right decision of the meat. I am, I am so... Or the right description of the meat. I am so sorry to our radio listeners. There's no other way to say this. Don't do it! The moisture of the meat and the crispiness and the burger holder doing its burger holdery duty. Everything. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, sir. You said moist. You said crisp. Therefore, it uh, is crisp. Uh, 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 uh. Only in a single item that has both qualities of crispness on the outside and moistness on the inside can an item be truly Christ. <laughs> I retract my Christ. I. I appreciate that. It's a shame when you have to retract a Christ, but we do strive for accuracy here on Fatterday Omaha. But I'm glad you have your Fatterday glossary firmly in hand and in mind. So it was a tasty sandwich, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but did you like it? Attaboy. <laughs> and then there were two. Ooh. Should we talk about cornbread? Let's we can talk, all talk about cornbread at the end. Let's talk about cornbread. So here, here's the interesting part. We went to order, and Sam's like, I don't see cornbread on the menu. And I'm like, I don't see cornbread on the menu. Well, Jackie brought our food over to us and says, you can't have your collars without cornbread. And she's like, here's some cornbread. Here's some cornbread, and here's some cornbread. This is one of the most interesting cornbread deliveries I have ever had. It is the cake pop of cornbread. So for a cake pop, you take the cake crumbs and you take some frosting and you kind of press them together into the form of a cake pop. This was cornbread wrapped really tight in cellophane wrap and really hot. TJ, how hot was your cornbread? Well, see, now here's the thing. 
uh, the piece of cornbread that I had, which I set directly on the cool table, had effectively not the cornbread, but the wrapping had glued itself to the table because the cornbread was just that hot and fresh. I believe we call that turbo hot. Put it simply, this was the perfect blend of cake and muffin put together. It was moist enough. It was aerated enough. It was fluffy enough. And boy, that flavor. Buttery, buttery, delicious, deliciousness. I loved it. I, I like that, and I appreciate that it was kind of a fun surprise, because I do like some cornbread with my barbecue, and I was like, oh, it's not on the menu, and then it was like, oh, and here it is, and go, but guess what? It's delicious, so so that's good. Okay, uh, Tej, you had one additional meaty item, and I believe, Sam, you also had one additional meaty item. Oh, boy, did I. Yes, you did. TJ, was Sam, you want a Rochambeau for it? Oh, you, you guys going to do this live? On three. All right, here one, we go. One, two. two. Three? Oh. I got tuna can. What'd you get? Oh, I, I think TJ. <laughs> okay, I think that means you win. All right, there you go. TJ, go for it. All right, so my additional meaty item, we ate today at where, Dave? Uh, I believe that would be the Rib Shack Smokehouse, uh, where the name starts with rib. And as such, I got half a rack of ribs. Oh, my. The pork ribs, the traditional ribs, because somebody had to try the ribs. And, you know, I think that, that I'm willing to take that hit. So I got myself <laughs> Thanks a half for a jumping rack of ribs. on that one, TJ. Um, I, I will touch on two sides with this, the collards, which we've already spoken of, the yams, which were a, a non-menu item and sounded kind of tasty. I do like me a good yam, or depending on your vernacular, a sweet potato. We, we frequently call sweet potatoes yams, in the, or vi- rather, rather vice versa. Can I have uh, foo-foo instead? Stop making me stop making me want international food at uh, at night, Dave. I, I can't get it right now. <laughs> in in southern barbecue type of fashion, the the regional cuisine type of fashion, the yams were a sweeter dish. I am usually not a fan of uh, super sweet yam and or sweet potato devices. However, this was pretty good. Almost a, a dessert item. Got a little too sweet for me towards the bottom, but the larger, firmer pieces of yam with a, a good, strong brown sugar flavor, that that would have been, that and the cornbread would have been good dessert items, but they did work fairly well with the meal. So we've now spoken of the yams. Um, the ribs, I'm going to add a caveat here. Uh, this was partially due to timing. It took me a little while to get to the ribs because we ordered half the menu and they were the last thing that I ate. So they were a little bit on the cooler side, not cold, but uh, that would have colored my opinion a little bit. So the inside was uh, not all that I suspect it could be if I just ordered them and gotten right to them. So I, I will add that caveat. However, um, fairly moist on the inside a really good smoke on these things i i think i can't emphasize that enough a good bark not all ribs even the ones i really love have a good outer really chewy smoky good bark to them again i think if i got them a little bit uh sooner if i had myself not eaten 
two main dishes before I got to my third main dish, I think I would have had have enjoyed the uh, the balance between inside and outside more. But as it was, they were really good. Um, I hesitate to give them a number, but they were definitely in the running for some of the better ribs I have had. Very tender. They were a touch on the fall off the bone side, which I personally like. Uh, competition ribs are all well and good, but these were tender on the inside. They were tasty. Uh, overall, the texture, the bark, the tenderness, that real nice, super savory smoke, and that uh, salty, very assertive, molasses-y barbecue sauce on top that was a real strong hit. Again, it, it, it kicks you real hard right out of the gate. It says, I am barbecue sauce! And then it goes away pretty quickly. So it's that, then bark, then inner rib tastiness. It was it was just a thoroughly enjoyable part of the meal. I liked these. I'm glad you really liked the ribs, TJ. Uh, you know, I I have to say that the beef ribs and your ribs were definitely two totally different ribs. I mean, they did come from different animals, so that that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, I would say the the pork ribs had the that bark to them. The beef ribs had definitely after eating those that richness. They are. Wonderful experiences each. Indeed, indeed. Speaking of experiences, Sam, I think it's about time for, for you to tell me about this because, frankly, I enjoyed everything that happened from the time that what you got showed up to the, to the end. So That's right. Every, everything from the, the conveyance onward. Yes. Sam, the barbecue barian. Ookla, let's ride. Oh, my. Okay, um, so my last item was something that I've been missing from a barbecue joint since the days of Red Zone. Why? Because Red Zone had smoked turkey legs. Now, Rib Shack also has turkey legs. So what did I do? Did not care about price, did not care about anything. I cared about having a turkey leg shoved in my mouth. So... I got me a turkey leg. Now, I didn't know this device would be delivered <laughs> in my own complete meal tray. Now I'm talking one of those jams where you'd put an entire casserole, comes with a, a cover on top of it, and you, you pinch the edges around. I opened it up and I was immensely surprised at the immense size of my turkey leg. I opened it and there it lay my bounty, my beautiful, beautiful turkey bounty. It laid across two pieces of bread and then just bathed in barbecue sauce on the top. Now, I don't know if I enjoy that preparation technique because I would like to add my own barbecue sauce to my turkey leg, but it was fine. This was perfectly fine. Now I went in grabbing for the bone, knowing this was going to be a mess, picked it up and took a bite and it was delicious. Yes. And then all of a sudden, all the meat fell off the bone. <laughs> all of it. It all came crashing down onto the bread bed, the bed of bread. I, and then I picked, and I had this, this primitive club in my hand and I'm like, hmm, what do I want to do with this? <laughs> I don't know. I take it home, fend off other cavemen. It's fine. So, uh, 
I had to dig for all my uh, pieces of meat through my my sauce pool that was laid out before me, and it was a very tasty cut of of leg. I don't know, well, tasty leg, not a cut of leg. <laughs> it's a very tasty leg. Um, the turkey was cooked well. It was flavorful. Yeah, I, I have nothing bad to say about it at all, and I would get it again at the price of $13.99, no question. Um, I think that's actually a great price for that big hunk of meat. Now, I could pick up that turkey leg and probably club anybody unconscious that was at the table that may act surly or out of line. So, <laughs> thankfully, didn't have to do that. Just got to enjoy my my dark turkey meat in peace with my good compadres, and uh, all was well in the land of my stomach and the land of serotonin because i was so happy gentlemen uh it is it is time to get to our wrap-up portion here on fatterday omaha the fatterday omaha show with dave tj and sam and this is kind of where we just kind of button up our meal kind of dab the corners of our mouth with our with our napkin and tidy up a bit before we end the show all right, so on Saturday Omaha, this is rather significant. Uh, show episodes stopped at episode number 49 for the podcast, and we said that we would only have episode 50 when the three of us were able to eat together again in a restaurant. That has indeed happened today, which also opens up the Frampton scale. For those that are not familiar with our show, the Frampton scale is kind of the Saturday Omaha scale of excellence. It is kind of like getting a Michelin star for your restaurant. So anywhere on this scale is good. We measure things from zero to five in half steps only. Also to be clear, because I know restaurant people may be listening to our show here, is that we will not sit here and talk to you for an hour about a restaurant that you shouldn't go to. Okay, so this is just kind of an added little bonus on the end on where this ranks on our Frampton scale. These also are places that Sam has a good a good essence or, or descriptor of of what the Frampton scale is also helpful with. Sam, what is that description? Uh, usually it's just uh, I got friends or family coming in from out of town and I want to show off Omaha and give them something memorable somewhere. I want to take someone that they'll go home and talk about with their friends and family. But guess what I had in Omaha? It's a real cool place that has a lot to do with my uh, my Frampton star rating here. So, uh, yeah. A few things that, that I will discuss real quick is that uh, we did talk to owner Jackie. Uh, we came in our, around 11. Our meals did need to be uh, prepared for us, so it takes a little bit. So just be aware when you when you order that uh, they need to make sure everything is up to temperature and ready to go. Everything was served super hot and super fresh. So I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, clean up this, this first Frampton-related episode. I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, I am going to go ahead and give Rib Shack Smokehouse. I am going to go for a 2.5 on the Frampton scale. I think that Rib Shack is very delicious. I think that if you were to show up and get some beef ribs and uh, or that turkey leg, you are going to be impressed and somebody is going to totally remember having those. One of the call outs that I would like to say is all of the sides that I had here today were awesome. All of them, the collard greens, the mac and cheese, the baked beans, the cornbread, 
they were great. Uh, sometimes you get, you know, a side that's just kind of like, eh, it's okay. It's a side. It's it's over here. These are like just legit. Like I said, my baked beans could be their own sandwich. So super good, solid restaurant. Um, and so, yeah, that's where I'm going to go on our, our scale of excellence. Okay. So we'll shoot that over to me. Um, I'm going to give this, I'm almost in the same neighborhood as you are. I'm going to give it a two. Now, uh, with this two, I am going to say I ate like a king. I had what I am known for, a burger, a big burger, a big tasty burger. I also had a big beat you to death turkey leg. <laughs> Both were delicious. Both were prepared well. The only thing I would say is give me a couple options where I can put my barbecue sauce on the side so I can apply it as I like. Um, prices fair and on point because of course we are in the pandemic right now or coming out of or going back into depending on where you sit but meat prices are on the rise so i understand what i got into when i bought these things i think they're a fair price i think it's a good value for the money i got lots of food a lot of food uh what i would have ate would have killed any normal human being um <laughs> You know, and, and plus I got bonus sides. How how you how can you not love that? I got a little bit of uh, potato salad. I got a nice helping of of uh, cornbread cake, as I will say. Uh, you know, the the only thing I would say that I would like to see at this place is an option for maybe some fountain drinks, something refillable, even water. Just a just a pitcher of water would have been nice. Um, that would be probably my only. My only thing I would like to turn around there, but uh, price, flavor, I was super full. I, in fact, I haven't eaten since I ate there, Whoa. and it is the evening time, and I am still full. Um, did I enter Hurt Town in this place? No. I actually contemplated about maybe picking up a little dessert on the way home, but uh, pleasantly full all the way through. Delicious food, good prices, two on the Frampton scale for me. TJ. In a surprising confluence, I will also give Rib Shack a two. Um, we don't always agree like quite as dead on as this, but uh, Dave, I believe a 2.5, Sam a two, and I'm going with a two as well. I, yeah. think, I think there is potential here for even a three or a four. Uh, as Sam pointed out, I kind of would have liked the sauce on the side and the refillable drinks. I actually kind of meant to uh, to bring that up. We are talking bottles and cans and whatnot, and I don't mind paying for refill just Larger sizes and a big old glass would be nice, maybe, and that that pitcher of water would be helpful. Uh, sides, very generous, uh, filled to the brim within the containers in which they are conveyed. Pricing, once again, the pricing here would be reasonable for just about any type of cuisine. For barbecue, it's really good. So price, uh, fullness factor, quantity, quality of sides, these stood out. And that is, that's kind of a rare thing. I will be back. Good place to bring friends, good dishes. And I think they're only going to get better from here. I like that. I like that very much. So it's been a long time since we've uh, handed out a Frampton rating. And uh, even if you get a 0.5 on the scale, it's good. It's like if you're a one Michelin star restaurant, that means that we would like to come back here for a Saturday. Good, solid place. Uh, we loved uh, eating our meal today. It was so nice to dine together. Owner Jackie was uh, so kind in, in talking to us. It, it's been a long time since the three of us have been able to, to dine together. 
Uh, and that's really the the essence of Fatterday is that we get together, we have absolutely delicious food, we have a good time. Uh, definitely a place you should go, Rib Shack Smokehouse on 10841 Q Street in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time to sign it off here on uh, Fatterday Omaha, and we kind of do it like this. And I typically say, I'm Dave. I'm Sam. I'm TJ. And we are Fatterday Omaha. Please share us with somebody who's hungry. Thank you so much, everyone out there. We will see you next time. Sam, what else do we tell them? Eat this. Our radio show is produced by Fatterday Omaha, and our podcast is produced by Fatterday Omaha and is a Huda Media Production. You can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as email FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.